1: And I'm Ray Ray. And, and this, this is our, our house. house. So how does it feel to be in the presence of a 4.0 student? Oh! Bravo! I thought you had a gun. Holy crap! No, it does
0: kind of look like it got in the cast of my hand. I know, it it's
1: horrible. Oh, that's funny. um
0: Well, I am so proud of you, Breezy 4.0. How does it feel to be in the presence of a uh, COVID survivor and hand handsprain victim this week? <laughs> oh, man, I am so proud of you that you made it out. <laughs> okay, yay. Well, welcome everybody uh, to the House of Hockey Podcast episode 112. I'm tired of figuring out if you're supposed to say 112 112 is there an and or is there not
1: an and when do we retire the uh, have to announce what episode it is never okay <laughs> never my
0: 4.0 student <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm Breezy one of your hosts I've your other host for in case i didn't say that cuz i can't remember anything anymore um, um Playoff hockey is the only thing that's gotten me through this
1: week. Yeah, I have to agree. It's been a wild ride as far as all those games have gone so far. What do you think?
0: I am loving every minute of it. I am surprised at how just about every game is an even series as of when we're recording this, like the sweep ability factor. I think it's only with one team as we're recording. Um, So that's a little surprising. I think in the years past, we've seen quite a few teams in the first round go in with a sweep and an unpredicted sweep. So uh, I think that's unexpected. I'm also loving the fact that The games are spaced out like a half hour apart right? where you can flip between the games. Like -hmm. you can catch almost two full games if you are watching one and then at the intermission you switch to the other and then at the intermission you switch back like you can get a good amount of the game in. So you're not really like having to choose uh, as somebody who doesn't have a single team in the playoffs. They are cheering for it. It makes it a little more exciting. So that I'm, I'm super thrilled about.
1: How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that you're able to catch more than one game. They're not going on at the same time. Like you said, they're, they're staggered. So um, the only complication is when they go into overtime or In this sake of a triple overtime, Um, it gets a little hard because some games are either delayed or then you want to watch a game, but then you can't get out of this overtime game. So, um, but that's the beauty of the playoffs, I guess, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That triple overtime game with the Penguins and the Rangers was so crazy. And yeah, and especially... Because their backup goalie, uh, Louis Doming- Dominguez, Domingue, Domingo, how do you say it? Domingue? Domingue. Yeah. Uh, he was very busy eating spicy pork and broccoli at <laughs> one point, um, which he said might have helped him do good, but also it was a lot. And now they're actually serving that at PPG Paints Arena at one of their stands, like they're actually like, that is now a menu item you can order, which I think is just such a brilliant move and something that hockey does so well is they like, they pick on one thing and it becomes like a running joke throughout the rest of the playoffs. And then the arena integrates it and like makes the fans so happy if, if they're in the know. Sorry, Duke is like over here, just breathing down my neck. Anyway, go That's ahead.
1: It. That was me like two weeks ago and my mom's dog was just breathing annoyingly. But
0: (laughs) yeah, uh, that was super crazy to see. Also, goalies, I want to read this to you. This has been the other biggest headline, I think, in the playoffs. This is crazy. Here are the salaries of goalies starting games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Puso, 750. Domingue. Domingue. Is that how we settled on it? 750 Ingram, 750 Kachetkov, 842. That's also an incredible story of him getting put into the game. Uh, Swayman, 925 and Odinger, 925. That's bananas considering we pay like on most of those teams, two goalies sometimes like four and a half to $5 million a year. And this is what we're, what we have going in the playoffs this year. But that's, what's so amazing about Stanley cup hockey playoff hockey is that like anything can happen. And this is insane. And I don't know the last time, at least in my recent history of, of following hockey that this has been the case where we've got like backup on backup, Minor league goalies spl- starting games in the Stanley Cup playoffs are like actually doing a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, I would say they're doing a really good job um, and keeping it on the whole goalie thing. Two goalies yeah. that do make a lot of money have been floppy joes, and I've been so triggered over it. And I know I probably should let it go. In our opinions, we've already discussed that don't matter, but we get paid to do this, so. <laughs> I'm going to put my opinion out there. Mike Smith, did you not see that clip? I I gave you the clip. I don't know if anybody watched the the Oilers and Kings game when Mike Smith basically threw himself backwards after like barely getting hit. Yes.
0: I was like, Like, this is not the NBA. Calm down floppy. This is not major league soccer either.
1: I was (laughs) like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, it barely even happened. Cody CC barely barely pushed Athens into him and he I'm sorry. I was just like oh. are you freaking kidding? Me? <laughs> yep. And Igor Shustarkin had a
0: had a similar moment too in one of the games. Oh my god, that was okay,
1: yeah. So he ended up coming from back around the net and like lifted his foot up and around in such a way to not that he was like tripping jeff carter but i think he was trying to make contact in some way or form right to draw a penalty which he clearly successfully did but this kid could have won a freaking ox oscar i was gonna say Oscar oscar because he not only initiated it he barely got hit by jeff carter jeff carter was in momentum like Going for mm-hmm. it. He wasn't going after that guy. And he flips around and starts around his back and rolling back and forth on the ice, right? And then gets up like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> There's like, where's the penalty for that? What's that penalty? That's like being a total pussy
1: on the ice penalty. <laughs> I mean, I get you got to do what you got to do to get the penalties, and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. If it was on your team, would you like it? I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty fair when it comes down to being like, oh, that was kind of crappy, but like, ugh, what do you do? Like, I can't, I'm not the ref, right? But at some point, you got to be like, come on, like, I'm not really cheering for either the Penguins or the Rangers. So I have no stake in this game, but it was clear today, maybe I'm a little biased, because I love Jeff Carter, but clear as day that it, it was a bad call. Did the the refs call the penalty on Carter for that? Right. On Carter. Yeah. I don't think, I think Carter was the only one that got it. I was triggered. I left the room. (laughs) Oh God. This is serious. Everybody. This is very
0: serious. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. Come on. You can't like this league is not soft. It's like, Definitely people would argue that it's gotten way softer uh, in the last few years. So we don't need any more of this kind of behavior in our game and in our league. So let's just put a stop to that right now. Uh, You should go have a talk with Igor um, and let him know how you feel. We should send him this clip. Also the goalie things that I have loved was from, I think it's Kochetkov. Kochetkov. He had Zero problem fighting Brad Marchand. Did you see they (laughs) went like bitch slapping sticks at each other at one point? Like Marchie got like he had come the goalie had come out of the of the paint just a little bit to like clear the puck, but Brad was there and he like whipped his stick and hit the goalie and then the goalie slapped marshy back and then he like hit him again and then the goalie like full-on like pushed him and i was like i fucking love this guy he's my new favorite player he has like, a goalie going up against marshy like you don't like typically see that like you'll see them maybe like push back a little bit like right if, yeah. if, if they're like in your paint but to like full-on fight him and and have nothing to care about it whatsoever because he knows he's not going to get the penalty because he's the goalie. Right. Right. Um that was brilliant. And the other funny thing was so he's Russian Kochetkov. I hope I'm saying it right guys. Can
1: tell
0: he he, <laughs> he I'm pretty sure he's Russian and he speaks like almost no English, like very little English. Okay. And so when they, he was put into the first game that he was in, he was having an issue with his blade or his skate and he uh-huh. can't escape over to the bench, but like, he couldn't express what was wrong. And so they had to yell down the bench to Sveshnikov to see like what he was trying to say, like what was wrong with him. Yeah. Um, which like, I just can't even imagine like, okay, you're, a backup backup goalie you have been playing in the KHL for a long time you just came over to the U.S. you're you're in this minor league system and then you don't speak any English you're all of a sudden thrown into a Stanley Cup playoff game which is like a huge deal you're something wrong with your skate and you can't communicate what's like even going on uh it's just a great game but like they figured it out they just like yelled down the bench like fetch 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 we need you know <laughs> translate please oh, wow. um stop it alex i'm not talking to you right now you're not this is not about alex the dog this is about kuchetka <laughs> oh
1: man i love dogs that have like human names yeah alexander oh my god oh, he said a- i was project. watching a tiktok video the other day and someone asked her like I think it was second grade students to name their puppy and someone named it Craig. <laughs> That's Craig. a great name, <laughs> like from <Craig>.
0: Southern Charm. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, anyway, you'll love to see it. I love all of these um, storylines <laughs> that are happening, like these subplots that are going on that, that get brought out and I
1: love to see it. Like, I love yeah. to see it. It's the best, it's the best. It's funny too, because I feel like, there's so much that goes into it that they're showing more of um i I particularly think they're showing more of i mean we saw there was i don't know if you saw it i I think i might have sent it to you but the Avs apparently tried to troll the preds uh, for morning skate and left the 7-2 score up on the jumbotron oh my god And I was like sitting there thinking, I was like, that's pretty clever. Cause like, it could be like a, like a troll, like a jab, right? Like you guys better practice, you know, or it could have been motivating for the Preds and the Preds did come out good. They did lose their second game. So it's (laughs) 2-0 right now, but it's funny how, like, so that was like a troll, I would think. Mm. Oh yeah. And then I saw somewhere, I don't know if it was true or not, but when the Oilers went out for their morning skate, that apparently they uh, whatever I don't I, they might have been at crypto I think they were at crypto the lights weren't on yet and they they wouldn't release any of the the goals to like the goalie up <laughs> so it could have been yes that. it could have also been a troll too or oh, someone said that they were early so it, it could have been that kind of case I don't know the whole story so but it's just funny it's how great I mean, home ice advantage, like you could do whatever you want. Like, is it to your favor or is it not to your favor? Obviously didn't work out for uh, either the Preds or the Kings, uh, or I guess it didn't work out for the Kings, but it definitely worked out for the Abs if they got the win. But um, yeah. I just thought that was funny.
0: Yeah, it is funny. And it it's amazing because I think we've heard a few stories from some of our guests about how the away locker rooms and things that teams have specifically done to like torture or intimidate torture is a strong word intimidate um the away team with like extra small hallways extra small like lockers horrible what like you know they can do whatever they want within reason and get away with it in this league which is another reason to love this sport because like i don't think they do that in like the MLB you know like they're too busy recording signs and trying to steal whatever (laughs) they do so you know we don't have time for that in hockey we're all about like let's just screw with them mentally and put like the score on them
1: that's brilliant prank wars yeah it's pretty funny uh I gotta you know you gotta love it although I mean it does it does suck for I guess the team that's getting pranked but it's all in good fun, right? I think it's gonna get yeah. something going. So
0: this week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by Hockey fans. The pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. Oh yeah. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. something else we see a lot in in Stanley Cup playoffs that we don't see in regular season are the what the announcers like to call extracurriculars on the ice which It really is starting to annoy me, that phrase. They really need to come up with something else. But uh, when, after the whistle is blown, the players start scrumming and fighting and like we see so much more of that. We've definitely seen some teams pull back from that where like they've gotten too caught up in that and it's taken away from their, their game. But we see a lot more of that in playoff hockey where they are just like, going after each other like the mm-hmm. amount of fighting we see is is increasingly like at least 10 per game and then in yeah. like regular season you would maybe see like two maybe right. one yeah. two depending on like the team and whatever but uh i live for that i live for that just to like see what's gonna happen
1: you know yeah and i love the penalty box reading the lips because i feel like it takes yes purposely are like showing more like internal penalty box, like of the players going back and forth. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This is such a good time of year. (laughs) I did so good. What would be a better way
0: to describe the extracurricular activities? Like what's a better word for the announcers? Because if I hear that one more time, I swear, like, oh no! First, there's some extracurricular activities on the ice after the whistle's been blown. Like, really? Okay, guys. God, it's know. it's. You know what it is for me? It's some of the ESPN announcers. Bucci yeah. should call every single game because he's got like the passion and the fire that you want to hear, and he has like the hockey lingo that he puts out there, like, he's got a couple of phrases too that he repeats a little bit that I can't stand, but I'm, I'd rather listen to Bucci call a game with AJ Molesko, like, any day of the week than half of those other guys that I can't even name because they're just so boring and dreadful to <laughs> listen to. Um, I really wish they would work with some of the team's announcers to have them, like, up in the box. Um, yeah. And, like, you have, like, the, the color guy should be a color guy from the one team and then the play-by-play guy is from the other team. So then it's fair and balanced. And, you know, you can't bitch and moan that the broadcasters are being um, like one-sided or whatever favorable, but God, it's just like dreadful to listen to some of these guys. Like, Oh my God. What like, could we make, could you sound a little more excited? This is like crazy good, you know? So anyway, that's my rant on that. Uh, (sighs) Any other thoughts on a new word for extracurriculars on the ice?
1: Hey, I really don't know. Um, yeah, you you kind of keep me on my toes on that one. I have no idea what to say.
0: <laughs> like uh, something on the playground. Like
1: I would say, um, yeah, like going on a, I don't know, a recess break. Uh, I watch a lot of Survivor. So like I'm immediately thinking of like going to the water hole, you know? There you go.
0: That's good.
1: Going to like the water that.
0: <laughs> we're, we're going to the waterhole, folks. There's going a the waterhole water uh, of uh, elephants on the ice taking their tusks to one another.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Too funny. Whatever. That would be funnier than whatever the hell they're saying. I can't. It just drives me nuts. Does it yeah. drive you as nuts as it drives me?
1: Yeah, there's the broadcasters, things, yeah, there's certain things that get that get me. I something, and I probably it's probably really petty or like really stupid for me to like to say this, but like there is a single word that like every broadcaster is using, and I don't remember this word being used like more like any time other than the last like four or five years, right? But when they say it, caroms off the boards, it irks me so much. I hate the word carom. <laughs> What are you saying? You know, and they're like, oh, you know, the puck caromed off the boards. Careemed? No, they say carom.
0: Oh, I don't know. why. No, I don't know. Doesn't it, isn't it careen? Careened.
1: No. Careened. Well, I don't think so. No? I okay. I caroms off the boards. And I'm like, maybe I'm just being. Maybe are they saying it right right carries, carries off the boards? No, caroms off the boards. I don't Maybe. like that word either. I don't like it either. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. Got to ask Andy about it. I think Andy said it too. Did he really? I think Andy has said it. All right, we'll have to check
0: in with our uh play-by-play and Andy Zilch, friend of the pod, yeah. who is the play-by-play announcer for the San Diego Gulls. Uh I'll ask him cuz okay. like and speaking of Andy, that's funny you brought him up. There is one announcer on ESPN that sounds like Andy. And I thought it was Andy, like it's his voice, like the tone of the voice was so similar. The Uh calling was not, but uh, I was like, Andy, he would have told us, he would have told us, he would have told us.
1: us, Yeah. Speaking Um, of friends of the pod, I was watching the Leafs and lightning game last night and I heard Greg in the audience and I was like, that's my boy, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Like through the broadcast, you heard Greg. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I heard Greg. It was I like, love it. I think it. it was after a whistle and all I heard was, all right, Boltz fans, let's go. Like, Your highlight
0: of the week, Breezy. My highlight that of the week. That had you giggling before we even started the
1: pod. It's because I watched the video again. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Sutter. That guy will forever have a little piece of my heart for what he did for the Kings, but he, his post-game interviews, always get me I feel like he's just so funny and without trying to be funny and he was talking about my boy Matthew Kuchak and they are talking about him uh Matthew kind of getting into a little something and they're like is that something you don't want to see and Sutter goes no uh, I, I I do want to see that <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to share the clip for you but um
0: it had he's- to give me Oh my God. He's so um mumbly and like monotone. And so I, I had to watch mean. it a couple times because like thank God they put captions on this too. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. I don't even know what is, is happening here. I'll play the clip. Let me turn this up uh for everybody. With Matthew
1: Chuck getting involved
0: with Raffles, is that something you'd rather not
1: see? No, I'd rather I rather would see it. <laughs> that was playoffs, Eric. I mean got a little confrontation.
0: I got like every other word of what he said. Like I got every other word. I got confrontation. I would. And like, that was all I got. But could you imagine that guy like trying to yell your name down the bench? Like how would you be able to make out your name?
1: I love it. I don't know. You know, a few episodes ago when we were talking about, you know, it's fully getting traded to the the flames and I would have to get like fully Jersey. I just got to stick with, you know, my trend here. I don't know if I could get a Toffoli jersey over a Kachuk jersey at this point.
0: No, it's, I think uh, you need to put a pause on the Toffoli jerseys, and I think it's time
1: for Kachuk. I think it is. I think that's going to yeah. be the next investment here. So
0: the wives of the of the Calgary Flames are having the bet girlfriends, wives, whatever. Yeah, having the best time of their life in playoff hockey. Did you see them act like Jack Sparrow walking down the red carpet? <laughs> there was like a red carpet out of the locker room or wherever they were. There's this I think it's on NHL since too. They had the Pirates of the Caribbean music. The, dun, 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 oh, you know, wow. that like yeah. theme song, and they're all like trying to walk like Jack Sparrow, who's just oh, like geez. a complete spaz, and it is the funniest thing. And then one of the wives at the end kneels down like captain Morgan and pulls out a bottle of captain Morgan and takes a chug flipping hockey. Wives and girlfriends are the best. Are you kidding me? God, this sport is just the best. I hate all the other sports. I hate all the other sports. All the other people who talk about all the other sports are the best. They're not, you suck. Get into hockey. You're you're like, so missing
1: out. And you know, I have to say, I'm kind of surprised. I feel like the, the flames stars, matchup i feel like it's such a low scoring game compared to mm-hmm. like the two teams especially the flames because i i mean i had them as as making it pretty far all the way if i probably jinxed it but that series is so surprising to me and yes please send me that clip because because i love it because obviously will. foley's there uh i'm sure cat oh, was yeah. a part of that and you gotta figure oh, yeah you still have to foley Luch and Lewis, they were all in the Kings together. They're all like three really good friends. So yeah, I saw this headline come out, and it said that the Panthers captain Alex Barkov is going to continue to donate sixteen hundred dollars per goal, and eight hundred dollars per assist to the JDC Hospitals during the playoffs. And over his entire regular season, he had thirty nine goals and forty nine assists. So his total donation amount for the regular season was one hundred and one thousand six hundred dollars which is crazy that's amazing so I mean he's obviously up for some awards there but for him to to do that and like it's not like I just read about this and yeah I I had not heard it long so yeah I had um, no idea yeah and, and Barkov's always I mean he's always been kind of a more quiet kind of guy but I definitely think that that should be mentioned more often and uh, it's just really cool. And I think it, uh, you know, I'm definitely cheering for him to keep scoring goals and keep getting assists. So hopefully you can continue to do that. Yes. I think the last thought I had um,
0: about the goalie topic specifically, sorry guys, I'm a little all over the place. This is the first day <laughs> I've actually felt like semi like a human being um, in the last week between um a busted hand uh that my cast looks like I'm holding a gun I am not uh and getting over COVID um I think what's going to be interesting to see with all of these teams moving forward with their goalies most of them not being the starting goalie if that's really going to make a difference in a team being able to advance in the playoffs like we're really gonna see just how important a starting goalie is or isn't, and how well um a backup goalie really can be. And and I would argue that it's not going to
1: make that much of a difference. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I think it's I think when it comes to playoffs, every team is gonna play hard and I think you have to think of each other as as one of your your normal you know starting lineup kind of guys right um there are so many backup goalies and I think that teams are afraid to use their backup goalies and there's teams like the Kings where Jonathan Quick he's been the only starter for playoff games over the last I think they said like 16 seasons or something like that whatever it was but he's obviously struggling like you have to have your backup come in and you can't play the same goalie all 16 games that you're gonna have to win right so um i don't think it's gonna matter i think they all need to play for one another like and i think i think you're gonna see some some star power come out from some unknown uh unknown names
0: oh yeah I mean, if you just look at like numbers wise, how many more goalies there are that are super talented, just in like a general pool of people, right? Because there's only two spots for them on the roster, uh, that you've like, it's bound, you're bound to have somebody who's just as talented. Um, maybe not, you know, star quality, whatever, but, um, just because of ice time and not having the playing time and the playing experience, but I don't (laughs) think that makes them any less qualified to be there and carry the team. I do think there is something to be said for, uh, experience in those high pressure situations, but we've also seen hockey players just, they just get in there and they get it done because they know they have the support of the team. And
1: at the end of the day, that's, that's what it's about, baby. And I think a, a perfect example of this would be for the Preds. Uh, Saros is out right now. He mm-hmm. suffered an injury the last season, or the last game of the season. So you have Riddick, who is the backup goalie, and then you have uh, Ingram, who is brought up from, obviously, the AHL. Riddick led in five goals in the first period of the first game. Ingram came up, right? Ingram started the second game. Pretz played really well. Right. So should he really be the back of goalie and not Riddick? But they're both really good, but this could be Ingram's time to shine. Um, and I think that's um, a really good thing that could have happened for any player is if it's unfortunate when a, when someone gets hurt, but if you're being able to brought up like it's your time to shine, Again, Sean Dersey from the Kings. Dowdy came out, Dersey comes in. In my personal opinion, I think Jersey's just as good as your Dowdy, And you would have you wouldn't have been able to see it if uh Dowdy was out.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's uh it's an opportunity for some of these stars that are waiting in the wings to uh, show off what they can really do and prove themselves, which comes with a lot of pressure. But I do think that they tend to thrive pretty well, especially just given the nature of this game and, yeah. and how everybody is sort of team first and, and supportive of one another, at least from what we see on the outside. Uh, not, I'm sure not all the, I'm sure not all the teams are as
1: supportive, but and I would come venture in to guess. Playoff time. You know, it's crazy, crazy, crazy in the travel and the locker rooms. Before games, after games, uh, whether you yeah. win or lose, you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of energy there. So
0: are you planning to go to a Kings playoff hockey game? What the fuck? We haven't <sighs> talked about this. What's wrong with you? I mean, we got, we know people there.
1: Do you, yeah. do, what, what are you doing? Why are you going to a game? I don't know. I, I wasn't able to go on Friday because that was when, uh, I, obviously I worked, I wasn't able to make it down to the game. And then tomorrow, Sunday, it's Mother's Day. I won't be able to make it there either. But if they do come back, Breezy, um, Breezy,
0: to the there's gonna be another Mother's Day next year. You love your mother, she knows you love her. Uh, I think you can go
1: to the Kings uh, games. Know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see if I can make it work, but Breezy. Hopefully. When this might not
0: happen again for you. As a mm-hmm. local. You need like, to like, you know, in case, you know, you decide one day you want to move to Nashville or something like that, you That's know, true. like you can't miss this opportunity, get your ass yeah. to the game and go watch. I okay. i can't believe this. I can't <laughs> believe I am yelling at you to go watch the Kings in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like oh, no. the odds of them advancing are like this, this good. I'm holding up a zero guys. So (laughs) you need to get your butt down to crypto and go see them play and cheer them on and go see our friends and go say hi to everybody. I'll, I'll hook you up with my girl Alma. She's a good friend and listener of the podcast. Go. Okay. (laughs) You need to go. Can I get like a guarantee on mate's life that you're going to do this? Not yeah. life. I need a, I need a, I need something strong from you because I feel very strongly about this. You do feel I know, really strongly about it. I know how we feel about big crowds and, and things like that, but this is important and you're going to be really mad at yourself if you don't go.
1: That is true. That is true. All right. I'll see what I can make work. That sounds really <laughs> weak to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like final week on my other class. It's we got a lot going on here.
0: That doesn't matter. You got a 4.0 kid. You're fine. You're <laughs> fine. Your okay, mother okay, would be okay. supportive of you going. You could take her. That would be a great mother's day gift. Surprise yeah, okay. mom. We're, We're, going. Going to...
1: <laughs> We're going to going to the kids' game <laughs> breezy. Come oh, on. My. Okay. Okay.